You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. It's the year 2024. How did we get a doTERRA pin? What? <laughs> Someone must have brought it and left it. Could be. Uh, episode 397. It's the first episode of 2024. It is, uh, January 2nd, 2024, as we record this. New year. Um, yeah, new year, new us. Not really. I'm not new. We're, we're kind of the same, honestly. Pretty um, much exactly the same. <clears throat> I can't hear myself though. Well, that's, uh, that's probably on you. I don't know. Did the cat step on the board again? <laughs> Let's see. Is I that any better? You. Is that better? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I turned your mic way down because you have a tendency to also yell in your mic at occasion. But remember what we say? The guests can't hear you. That's a you problem. <laughs> uh, is your mic turned around the right way? Yeah. It yes. looks like it is. Yes, it is. There we go. Um, wow, that's really loud all of a sudden now. I'm going to turn that back down. There we go. Better? Worse? That's safe. I think it's for you. Whatever you're doing is all for you, babe. No, that's the main board. I'm going to turn you up, but I will lower your volume (laughs) as you get louder throughout the evening. When she gets excited. Well. I might not. I'm pretty tired. Maybe, uh, maybe you're... Mike is not in the right position or something like maybe you're because you are quiet. I just turned you up. I haven't done anything to it. That's better. But you're also still quiet. You're talking quiet. Quietly. Yeah, that's better. I don't know what to say. Uh, anyway, to that. Wow. Whoa. Maybe you should be more quiet. Oh, geez. Oh, now I can hear me really loud. Well, that's because I just turned up your gain a little bit, which I really don't like doing. Yeah. Let's not do that. Get those gains. Well, yeah, you gotta get those gains. It is, <laughs> it is New Year. My least favorite time to go to the rec center or the gym. But only for like the next three or four weeks. No, then. it usually lasts through like mid to late February before yeah. it comes back down. Put Peter out. We usually go pretty early though, so it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah people that get up and enter at the gym at 5 a.m., there's more, but not as many as 3.34 in the afternoon. No. I just can't do it if it's late in the afternoon. Like it's. I can't go after work. I'm too tired. Yeah, I can just, find more too many more excuses in the that, late afternoon. That's really what it is. Is there's a lot more excuses late. In oh, the day. I had to work late. Oh, I'm tired. I don't feel good. Oh, I, well, I'm hungry. Oh no, I don't feel like it. Dark. Like oh yeah, five. it sucks. It's dark when I get up. It's dark when yeah when I get home. Like it's yeah. There's no sunlight. It's kind of depressing. There's been no snow, which we'll talk about. Um, but we, I want to, before we do that, so it's the new Utah podcast. Um, and, uh, we have a new patron. Yay. Kitty. Uh, I don't know if that's Kitty's real name or a pseudonym or, uh, there are people named Kitty. That's Haven't true. you seen Pride and Prejudice? But it is just Kitty. So meow meow. Welcome, Kitty. It's K I T T Y. You don't it's need literally... to say meow meow. That's weird. Now, yes, I do. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. So maybe that is why Kitty is named Kitty. I don't know. Maybe who her Kitty name is. is just Kitty. How do you know it's a her? True, but maybe <laughs> Kitty's name going is by Kitty. just Kitty, or it's an alias. We will never know. I have That's no way true. of knowing. I mean, we might know, but likely we'll never know. Kitty, please join the Discord because clearly, if you support us, you must listen to the show. And if you, you join sh- the Discord, you can tell us where your name came from. Yeah, and if it's your real name or if you're anonymous. It's probably like, it's probably like, uh, Catherine. Yeah. Or, uh, Julia. Katrina. Or Julia. Yeah, maybe Julia signed up and decided <laughs> to sign up as Kitty. I don't think that's the name she would pick. You don't know. It's an, again, it's an alias. You'd be unassuming. Star child. Yeah, Julia has a different account that she uses. <laughs> um, she is a free member for some reason. She doesn't want to support the podcast because she's on it or something. <laughs> I can't because it's under my account, so I can't support the podcast as a member being myself. You two could. You guys could pay me. Monthly. Sure could. But, that but we're not going <laughs> to. 
<laughs> I was going to say, that didn't sound like you were going to. <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose, but we can't. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, thank you. Uh, if you would like to join the Patreon, uh, like Kitty, uh, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Or what are, what are our other two Patreon names? Seriously? Sorry. I'm in the middle of ex- ex- giving I'm, I'm, a link. I'm kind of tired. Sorry. Do it again. Start again. <laughs> I won't interrupt. You could go to patreon.com forward slash T-N-U-P and sign up to be a member. Uh, that membership comes with a bunch of different things. The big one is joining our community on Discord, and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with that this year. Uh, we just launched this a couple weeks ago, so it's new. Uh, this podcast has been around seven and a half years. We finally decided to start doing that. Um, and we have a, a couple of sisters that are, uh, also members of our Patreon. Um, one of which is, is in the Discord. The other has not joined yet for some reason. So I think Cindy's the one that hasn't joined. And I don't remember Trish, maybe. Yep. The other one. I don't know. Um, but join. We would love to have you. Um, we'll try to grow that community. Um, who knows if that goes really well. Maybe we'll create real merchandise. But in the meantime, <laughs> if you really want to help us out, you can donate money to, Sponsor a chicken naming. Name, a, Name chicken. a chicken on Jeremy's chicken farm. Speaking of chickens, I posted my video of feeding them the fat on the Instagrams. Yep. They love it. And egg production is actually up. Good. Good. Did you bring me eggs this week? I did not. Man, you, <laughs> you are a poor, poor podcast co-host. <laughs> As always, for whatever reason, Tuesdays always tend to be yeah, crazy. Plus, it's the first day back from the New yes, Year. Yeah. So today was a little crazy. You back. took all of last week off too, didn't you? Sort of. Ish. Ish. As much as you take it off when you're at home. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't answer as many calls and stuff like that, and I only put in a couple hours here and there as opposed to, like, all day. So to, like, 12 plus a day. So, yeah. for for me, yes, I took quite a bit of time off last week. <laughs> <laughs> we um, gave Cass a dozen eggs the other day of your eggs because she was like, I got to stop at the store and get eggs, and I was like, Yeah, that's why I didn't know. have another carton for you. I can do it, but I'm like, you have to save the carton, so. She'll be addicted. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get, I like, I don't like buying regular eggs at the store. I'll do it because, you know, I'm not raising your chickens. like making something like with a lot of ingredients, I don't notice as much, but like if I'm just having eggs Eggs. or. If you're just making a cake, the eggs, like. You know, it's, it's not as big of a deal, but if I'm like eating eggs or like. Chris made um, pad thai and there, you know, scrambled yes. eggs in it. Like, it it makes a huge difference. The quality's so much better. It's just, it's uncanny how much yep. better it is. Um, so it's like the difference between, like, you know, if you go to like a fast, you guys might not do fast food breakfast places, but like, there's some fast food breakfast places that don't crack fresh eggs. They use like the carton eggs, the egg beaters, um, or whatever. the egg beaters. And then there's other places like what's I think Del Taco and um, uh, like Betos make Easy fresh eggs off on the grill. Uh, and the eggs are just so much better when they're fresh compared to the egg beaters. And then farm fresh eggs take it to a whole nother level. The kids were talking as they were cooking on New Year's Eve, and they were talking about different things like you could eat raw and stuff and. One of them was like, you could eat raw eggs. And we're like, well, we wouldn't guarantee, we wouldn't suggest that unless you're eating a farm fresh egg. So right. I'm like, if there was any time that you guys wanted to try a raw egg, <laughs> there's some in the fridge. Don't do it now. Don't do it. See, look, now you're getting loud again. I got to turn you back down. Dude, you did it like five times. I don't know what's going on here with your levels over there. <laughs> um, so yeah, farm fresh eggs are good. I love them, and maybe I'll do some website redesign work in the next month or two. Uh, he keeps saying that, but he's going to do it. Well, it probably won't be this month. January is like brutal for me. I have because it's it's month end, month it's end, quarter quarterly end, end quarter end, and year. then it's year end. And so, like for me, it's like, oh, this is going to be the busiest month of my existence for work. So we'll see what happens, but. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, I did want to talk about a few things going on locally that we're talking about. Um, Folk Hogan does have, um, I think they're a Piper Down this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a few other shows coming up, um, mostly bar shows throughout the month of uh, January and February. Um, March, there's nothing on their schedule, but they're always super booked in March for St. Patrick's Day stuff. Yeah. So I think they just haven't listed it yet. If you just go to folkhogan.com yep. slash events, you'll see Folk Hogan stuff. They do our intro and outro music. We love those guys. 
great band, really fun live show. Um, Ooh, we got a little message from from our our very first uh, Discord enterer, Tosh Tosh two three three. Is that uh, what's the message? <laughs> it says, "Oh boy, not a decorator at all. Not sure I would have any questions to contribute." What? Why would we read that on the air? Because <laughs> I wanted to read it because it's our first message that we got while we're recording. Yeah. So. By the way, if you send us stuff while recording outside of Brie, <laughs> no one's going to pay attention to it because we're am. not looking at our phones. So like I said, outside I'm of Brie. Pay but if you want to interrupt the show, go ahead and send messages because <laughs> Brie, I'm just kidding. Holy cow. So, so on the Discord, we, we yeah. give a little heads up as to who's coming to be on the show. And so if, if you have questions for our upcoming guests, yeah. that's, that's cool. That's one thing about the Discord that's cool is you get a little heads up on who's going to be there. And if you have and questions, you you'd like to ask. We usually won't do it more than a couple days out because we are still waiting on final confirmations and stuff. Cause guests, you know, a lot of guests, we're scheduled like three months out right now. And so a lot yeah. of, a lot of guests ends up, end up being, you know, three months out and then we confirm with them like a week out and then we confirm with them a day or two before as well. And sometimes they still don't show up um, because something happens. But December, Jan, well, November, December, January are kind of rough for everybody. January's not usually that bad. It's I usually feel like November, just this December. one, just because it's so close to the first. Yeah, but know. she confirmed this morning. Yep, so she did. With any luck, she'll be here in a few minutes. Um, so anyway, a um, couple noteworthy things. So we talked about taking public transportation on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Uh, and then about a week before New Year's, um, right in that space, uh, turns out UTA decided to change all of its schedules for the new year and not offer service on New Year's Eve Just after midnight. Ridiculous. Cause they always have in the past. Yeah. And so. See, so you didn't yell at Jeremy for crackling. Well. It's not the crackling. It was. The, it wasn't the crack. It's the volume, the up and down volume. Um, I think w- these mics seem to crack a little bit more. We need um, the pop filter screens, not yeah. just the muffs. I think, and that will help uh, avoid because they crack when we're making the pop and the buh sounds. So, um, but anyway, UTA decide- UTA is not governed. They they're sort of governed by the state, but they're not entirely governed by the state. Like the state creates laws, and then UTA has their own board and makes their own decisions. Um, and then the legislature can come step in uh, and say, hey, no, we need you to do this. They also get funded from some of the local localities, yeah. so the counties, the cities. Um, and everyone was pissed. Yeah. Uh, because it's the dumbest ass thing to do. Like, okay, um, a night that's dedicated basically to people going out and right. celebrating specifically at midnight. Yeah, specifically at midnight and then leaving, usually like 1231 in the morning. To decide like a week before that you're not going to offer mass transit. And and it's a celebratory holiday where people typically drink. Right. And even if they're not drinking a lot, like you're you're trying to keep people from driving a ton, you don't want drinking and driving, UTA is the way to do it, and they didn't even operate tracks lines. That's w- lame. Which is absurd. And I, I bring it up because we talked about it. We talked right. about taking it. <laughs> and then like the week before the holiday, it all came out like Wednesday or Thursday before, like a week ago. Yeah, so out just after we did our, our podcast. That they weren't going to do it. They just published the schedules and they weren't going to offer the service. And there were a lot of, of city and local leaders that were really pissed off, too. I don't blame them. Like, I was like, really? Well, people plan on that. Yeah. Like, like yeah. people are like, okay, I'm going to go downtown. I'm going to have a drink or two. I'm taking tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, Uber and Lyft were still around. People could still take taxis, uh, Uber, Lyft services, things like that. Um, snowpack. So we got a snowpack update, uh, as we are wont to do. We are at 70% of where we should be for this time of year. Was so last year, this time we were at like 200%, which I realized a lot. You can't really. I don't really, think it was a 200% this early in the season, but can't we were. Last year, last year was like a one in a hundred year kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and it helped bring us out of the drought, but if we have a year like so, it appears to be. So far, no snow. I mean, we have not shoveled once. Uh, I've shoveled a couple times, but we get more snow. We get more snow than we do. Um, and the, but the shoveling has never been. I guess big. I should rephrase. We used the, the leaf blower once because there was so little and it was powdery. So we haven't actually shoveled 
but we did use the leaf blower. <laughs> yeah, I shoveled a couple times. I did replenish my ice melt stocks. Um, but realistic, hopefully this storm, we got a storm supposedly starting to come in tomorrow. And then this um, weekend. And all, all through the weekend into the weekend, it's supposed to be snowy. Yeah. So I'm hoping we'll get some snow. I think this is part of the storm system that created the insano waves in California. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm hoping. Um, but the whole reason I bring that up, it, one, we talk about it all the time, but two, um, it's a big deal from a water standpoint yeah. and where we're going to be next year if we can't get those, those levels up. Plus, it hurts our economy. Like, the ski resorts are struggling in terms of snow right now. Well, so. they can only do so much artificial snow. And even with the artificial snow, they can't make enough of it to keep the entire ski resort open. It, it ends up it's being... It's a small number of yeah, runs. Two it becomes runs. very compact ice. Like, it's not it's not great. So, hopefully, this storm... In the valley, I'm, I'm hoping for snow, but it should definitely dump some snow into the mountains, which is a good thing. Well, today, uh, I was a, kind of... A, Midvale area, you could not see north and you could not see south and you could not see east. I mean, the, the air is so disgusting right now that you couldn't see mountains. It's bad. I didn't leave my house today. <laughs> so did you notice the same thing when you went earlier today, Bree? No. No? You could see the mountains? Yeah. Possibly earlier. But yeah, this was like two o'clock. Oh. It was like midday. Yeah, midday. So I was in the middle of the valley and you couldn't hardly see the mountains all around. It's, it's pretty gross. We we need something to clean out the air for sure. Well, it's coming. Hopefully we'll see. When I looked like two days ago, it wasn't until the weekend. And then I looked yesterday and it's supposed to be here tomorrow. So yeah. So we'll see what happens. We need it though. Uh, and I don't know who put the story about the airport, (laughs) but I read that. That's insane. I did just because it was so weird. So apparently there was some dude that got into the airport area so that not in through like normal passenger part of the airport, but like the airport is all fenced off with like razor wire fencing and stuff to keep people off the tarmacs and away from the airport. And we're under construction for those who don't know. The Salt Lake International Airport is under, has been under for a long time. So it's possible they got through. I I assume that's how is through one of the like construction fencing places because those aren't the same level of security as like exterior runway fencing and stuff. Uh, and so anyway, someone got into the airport grounds through, you know, whatever means. Well, they said that they'd already gotten through security. So they had already, they, they were already through the main part. Well, they, they, so I don't think they went through normal airport security. I think they got onto the tarmac from bypassing it through like zones. one of the construction zones or something. Regardless of how they got <laughs> in, they ended up dying by sleeping in the well of an engine and then yeah. it getting turned on. I don't exactly know. They or being in well, they wouldn't it. release much, but it was a flight from Salt Lake to, I think it was San Francisco. Not that that makes any difference is what it was like scheduled for. Uh, and, and it was during the de-icing. So I don't know if the chemicals from the de- I don't know. They didn't give much detail, but he was inside the image cowling, which uh, engine or the engine cowling, uh-huh. which if the engine's running, you're dead. Like you, there's a reason. Like if you look at the tarmac when you're standing like inside and you're looking at where the, they have like, do not right. approach, like stay away from this area. That's because when those turbines are on, they're very powerful. They will suck you in and destroy you. So I don't know if that happened. I'm guessing not since they knew it was a 30-year-old man. Um, the whole thing was just weird. I saw that this morning because it all took place last night and early this morning. And so I saw that. and I added that to the notes because it's just so weird. I was weird. found unconscious inside a wing-mounted engine of an un- of an occupied commercial aircraft yeah. on the de-icing pad. So, like... It was it was a scheduled flight, but I don't think the engines were on. Yeah, my guess is maybe. Uh, how did he get there? Is the biggest question. I don't know. Yeah, well, and that's that's kind of the question. And so somewhere in there, a retail clerk said something about an altercation with this guy. And next thing, I don't know. Well, so maybe he did go through security and then like somehow got onto the tarmac, <laughs> like using a like an employee door or something. I don't. I don't that's, know. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of looking at cameras to figure out how it happened. I'm guessing uh, he had spent some time in the sky bar before. I would. Just- yeah, so maybe he didn't go through the construction zone. Maybe yeah. he did actually get through security and was like 
sneaking out onto the tarmac somehow. It's but, pretty vague in the article, but but I don't understand because they don't just like taxi, like they don't tow the airplanes to the deicing yeah. platform. They actually taxi with the engines well, on. And it's not like you can just step into that engine. That no. thing's ten feet or more off the ground, so you'd have to have climbed unless up it's a- like a CRJ because those are smaller engines. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. It was just unique. Enough. I want details because <laughs> hopefully they release some more details and we can update everybody next week. Yeah. And just a really crazy story. We don't do a lot of news, but sometimes shit like that pops up and it's, uh, it's worth talking <laughs> about. So, um, I think we'll, uh, we'll get on to our guest. Oh, can I ask a Okay. With us this week, we have, uh, Rachel Cruel. 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 <laughs> I asked like three times and I still messed it up. I'm the worst. No worries. Cruel would be awesome. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I don't know. I think Rachel Cruel. I think Cruel sounds cooler. It sounds like a like Krull. a like a Star Wars or like a what? Dave Kroll. Where's that name? It's Dave Grohl. I know. But it's not this Kroll. <laughs> Maybe I should have wrote that down. I would have got it wrong. Um, where's that name from? What did, that's I've never heard that last name before. I think it's German. It's my married name, so I'm okay. not a hundred percent sure. So yeah. you're not an original curl. No, not part you're, of the original pack. You're you're, you're invited by bondage. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, now you have to come and ask the heavy. Hey, you know what? Where's our name come from? Yeah. This is, I know. Do we have a German crest? Is this uh, <laughs> maybe it's Austrian? I, I don't know. I could look it up while we're and find out probably while we're talking um and then i'll educate you on your own name (laughs) education according to google apparently there's also a movie from 1983 a fantasy adventure movie called kroll i did know that spelled the exact same way i told you it sounded like sci-fi that's exactly what popped up um that that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) so okay first question that we have for you is uh um when were you born month and day May 19th. May 19th. So August, August. end of August. Yeah. Summer romance. Your early. parents went to a concert. Oh, wow. Maybe it was back I've to school. never thought well, about back that. back to school. <laughs> do, do they have an anniversary around that time? Uh, they do. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you just think about it. Ask them if they know when Conception Day was. <laughs> it's like Inception, but it's a little different. Yeah. Um, where were you born? Uh, just in Ogden, actually. O-Town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you raised in O-Town? Did you move around? Nope. I actually grew up in upstate New York. And oh, then... how cool. Okay, yeah. so you're very much so okay, So explain to me how you yeah. were born in Ogden and then were in upstate New York to be raised. That's a big move, yeah. unless it's military related. No, It was just with my dad's job. So they just moved him out there, and I lived there until high school, and then they moved us all back. And I've been here ever since. Like what? What part of upstate New York? Like Buffalo, Finger Lakes, like yeah, Finger Lakes region. Oh, I mm-hmm. love that area. Yeah, it's, it's so, so pretty. pretty. Where at? Um, a town called Elmira. I know Elmira. I you spent a do. lot of time in Elmira. Yeah, in Corning, <laughs> no. right there next to it. Wow. Yeah. There's a orthopedic practice that uh, I spent a lot of time there at that practice, um, doing stuff with them. So I know Elmira well. Oh, cool! It's a bunch of really yeah. pretty old houses there. Mm-hmm. Also, I think probably the most beautiful part of New York is the Finger Lakes area, especially to fly over it and see just the gorgeous forest in the fall. Mm-hmm. See the For foliage. Sure. Go see yeah. the foliage in the fall. Yeah. So do you blow glass? Because <laughs> that's like the big thing that out there, right? Thing, that's yeah. the huge thing. Yeah. I wish I Do they have Amish communities there too? Or is that not, not so much? Uh, more Pennsylvania-ish, gotcha. I would say. Um, that part of New York is is, I mean, it's the country. For New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still country for... It's just a different kind of country than what we think of in the West. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's not super far from the city compared to us, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. So then you come back to Utah, come back for to what, when? Oh, sorry. When did you go to New York? How old were you? I was five. And then I moved back when I was 16. So... Kind of a big change Culture as a lot. teenager, yeah. yeah. Well, because really at five. Eh. And when yeah. did when you came back? Did you come back to Ogden again or Brigham City? Actually, oh well, yeah. So okay. North. Yeah. <laughs> Similar size though, right? Because Elmira is like what thirty thousand ish, maybe if that. Yeah, both small towns. So yeah, so Brigham's not, uh, and both small towns, but close to cities in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you graduated. You went to high school yeah. in Brigham. What, went, what's the high school there? Is it Brigham High? It's Box Elder. Box Elder. Yeah. And what's their mascot? A bee. Bees. The Box Elder yeah. bees. That's one we can probably remember. 
<clears throat> this one you can remember. That's I don't remember anything a good anymore. Mascot. It's better than the fucking beat diggers. <laughs> or the <laughs> lancers. One of the worst. Or the lancers. That's a stupid mascot. Hey, shut up, you. <laughs> we, we had an actual. That's two against one. We had one an actual coat of arms in our school. Yeah. Like a suit of armor, you mean? Yeah. They were an actual thing, though. Coat of arms and a suit of armor. Suit, suit of two arms. different things. Well, the suit of arms, then they're probably. There was a coat of arms, too, I think. The big crest. Anyway, we went to Granger a very long time ago. So your graduating class was like a. 50? It was a little bit more. A couple hundred, yeah. but not too big. Not like so. ours, 1,200. I, ass- Ooh, I, wow. I would assume Box Elder is probably about as big <laughs> as my high school was. Because I think we were at like 220 and we were one of the biggest classes ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. I don't know. That's I how big. I think that's how big Sean's was and Cassie's was like 180 or something like yeah. that. In private school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after, after high school there uh, in Brigham, where'd you go? Um... I kind of bounced around. I went to Snow College and Utah State and Utah Valley University. <laughs> wow. Just wanted to test them all out. Did you have scholarships or was it just like, yeah, give this a try for a year or two? Yeah. 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 I had a scholarship for snow and then I um, went to Utah State because it was a little closer to home and then I didn't really like it that much and I came down to Utah Valley. I'd say Utah State's a lot closer to home than snow. Uh, yeah, if you're in Brigham. Sure. Oh, <laughs> it's just closer to yeah. Unless you're unless you're uh, living in like St. George or something, it's definitely snow, closer. Well, snow's like Ephraim, snow's, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right. It's like Richfield, closer to like Cedar. Snow's like ish. turkey farms and oh yeah, there's, yeah, nothing, there's nothing out there. there. Did they still stoplight? They had those like. Was it the musk? No, not muskrat. They had the other meerkats. No. Uh, yeah. One of the uh, guys I work with graduated from snow. And one of the ladies that I work with now has her daughter's going, minks. currently going yeah. to school. They had mink farms out there. Oh, oh yeah. do. I forgot we about actually, that. We actually, insured, <laughs> we actually insured one for a while. I forgot, I forgot about farms that. Farms and turkey farms. That's yep, about it. That's, yeah. 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 So, uh, so what did you. What were you majoring in? A biology. That's actually oh, that's what, what I, my daughter majored in. Yeah. The one that, that I was saying goodbye to. Oh, yeah. That's good to go. So, and did you finish at UVU then? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice, nice. Excellent. And so then how do you end up? You said you're down in the Pleasant Grove area now. How mm-hmm. do you end up there? Oh, just work. I got married and yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like you do. Um, so how did, how did you go from college and being a biology major to getting into interior design? Yeah, well... Because that's a bit of a difference. It is, and... it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I get that question a lot. I I mean, like, I always loved science and I loved biology, but I started working in a lab and it just became very monotonous. Yep. And... Yeah, my, the bane of my daughter's existence right now, she's just working as a vet tech because she's like, I oh, can't do a lab. Yeah, yeah, no. I thought it was going to be a little bit more interesting and it wasn't um but i've always been like really creative and i've always loved design so i started taking courses in design and then i opened my business and it's kind of what, awesome from there where were you taking classes from um so i took a couple i took some from uvu uh-huh. and then i also took some online from the new york institute of art uh-huh. and design mm-hmm. nice so interior design interior decorating design actually interior yeah design. yeah because a lot of people don't realize there is a difference. I was going to say, yeah. what, what's the difference in light and unwashed glasses? <laughs> um, so interior design encompasses a lot more of like the architectural yeah. elements and construction elements, whereas decorating is more so just like the pretty this parts. would be pretty. <laughs> yeah. Well, fabrics, tiles, yeah. colors, mm-hmm. but not so much the design of the room itself. Yeah, that's a good explanation. Yeah, for sure. As, as Chris is writing things, in the, in, I'm just taking notes. I, I guess you guys <laughs> you just are usually, fine. You just usually run the run the the yeah. questions. No, it's not good. <laughs> so, so I did notice on some of your socials mm-hmm. that you kind of started doing some of your own stuff. So, how did that? That's a big leap for a lot of people. A lot of people are very scared to to like rip into their house and do anything. In fact, most people are kind of scared to do that. I just kind of do that randomly. Say, I was going <laughs> to ask what you meant by your own stuff, but you mean literally her yeah. own home. So if you, it kind of on summer, so she's like tearing into the bathroom, like opening up walls. That's very scary to watch. Bree doesn't have any problem doing that. I don't. I say it's most. Terrifying. I don't have any training for it. I just it's do it. It's terrifying for me when she does it. Yeah. <laughs> Starts ripping into a wall. I mean, obviously, I have no problem with it. But a lot of people really do. A lot of people are like, I'd hope you have no problem yeah. with it. <laughs> so, so kind of where did that all begin? Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started designing for other people and just immersed myself in the design world. And then I looked around my own house and I was like, well, I want to, you know, I want my house to be 
how I want it to look too. But I didn't, you know, have the money to do something like that. So I learned and DIY'd a ton of it. Uh, yeah, it is kind of scary at the beginning, but you just kind of do it. And then once it's down, you got to figure out a way to get it back together. Right. <laughs> so. Well, that's that's how I am. Like a few years ago, we redid my stairs and the railing and everything, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to rip it all out because then I got to do something. Yeah, you got to figure it out at so, that point. So and like, then I was like, oh, I like your stairs. So then I did it, but slightly different. But a little bit different. But you did your stairs. You're like, and I'm then, tearing them out. Chris then he like, brought his nail gun over and helped me with that because he has like the brad nailer. Uh-huh. But yeah, but I mean, but I was like, ooh, I don't want carpet on my stairs anymore. I'm going to try that. <laughs> and Chris is like, what's going on? The stairs. Or like when I tore apart. I think the bathroom, the bathroom scared you the worst. The that, it yeah, didn't scare me. Scary. I knew what was going to happen, and it happened twice. It did. So we tried. <laughs> we tried it on me. a budget the first time, and I was not happy with it. And finally, I'm like, no, we're tiling it. We're putting in a whole thing. Call Jeremy over. I'm like, okay, how do and we need? And we built the the thing up, and I tiled it. And he's like, are you going to put that tile on there? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like. It's going to be dark. I'm like, it's going to be fine. So Bree and I worked on tile, and then my wife and uh, Chris watched uh, the Olympics. We watched the Olympics. That's right. <laughs> they, they watched, Olympics. It was the Winter Olympics. They were watching skating sk- or figure something skating. Yeah. Tiling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind doing tile. It's not Tile's not a big deal. When you did your stairs, I went over because Heather had to go do something, and yeah. you needed another hand, and I was like, I'm in. So oh, yeah, awesome. we. Yeah. I mean, we we redid this basement twice. So Yeah, it flooded once. Yeah, the first time I... Did all the drywall with my buddy who's a drywall, he owns a drywall company. They had a 12 pack later and it looked pretty rough. It was 30. A 30 pack later. You, like you could see the side that we started on, the side we finished on. I was like, well, it's your on. office, like, dude, if you wanted to look like shit. He told me the only thing I, is I couldn't tell his mutter that he was the guy that did it with me because he it didn't was want so bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So anyway, so, so I, I was actually curious because I know, you know, you're an architect and, and you're an interior designer, like, where is the separation between the two? Because I know there's a lot of projects we're talking about, like tearing stuff out and redoing stuff. There's a lot of projects you can do without permits, without real design, like without architectural changes yep. is what I should say. Not real designs, but like architectural changes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, where does that line get drawn? Is it fuzzy? I would assume with like a lot of building code and regulation, it's pretty like so. I can answer from my end, and then I'll let you answer from yeah, your end. Yeah, for sure. So from, from my end, if it's anything structural, so if it's going to require an engineer, so if you're opening up any kind of load-bearing wall, if you're opening up any kind of exterior wall, if you're moving any exterior windows or doors, that's considered structural. So anything like that, uh, I need to be involved, and my engineer needs to be and involved. And I'm guessing anything that changes the actual footprint of the house. The so footprint like of the house in any way, shape, or, yep, or-, yep, or structural. So if it's non-structural, and then that's kind of where you get into the gray area of where you need permits, where you don't need permits, <clears throat> and it's a whole thing. But but if I'm involved, um, it's structural. Like if I'm going to wire the electrical in the office... Yeah, in theory, maybe I should have a <laughs> so, permit, but I didn't. So. so, so that's where I absolutely need to be involved, and I'll let you answer for for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just about the same, just structural things, any load bearing walls, anything like you were saying that was going to change the exterior, like windows, doors, all that kind of stuff. So, so I work with a number of interior designers and decorators. Mm-hmm. Uh, my interior designers. Uh, and I've got a few that work with me directly, but, but I work with others too. So what I'll do is I'll say, okay, this is the structure. This is what you have to work with. Typically I'll come up with the base design with a client. So let's just say it's a bathroom and I'll say, okay, for, for plumbing purposes, the shower needs to be here, the tub, the sink, but then an interior, uh, designer will actually work with the client and say, well, let's do this specific shower. Then they'll give me the dimensions for the shower. I'll do the shower that they've decided Figures on. Figures out like how the vanity could right. maybe work better. Maybe there's two, maybe right. there's one. Which mm-hmm. which I can do all of that. However, I don't typically get that level of involvement with a client because I don't have time. And if I've got a client that really wants to work through a bathroom or a kitchen to that level, I will typically Push introduce them to, a designer. to the designer and say, we work together. Um, I run the structural end of it, but the designer will work through way more finer details it's kind of like with sean and vanita jeremy was kind of their interior designer for that because (laughs) he like he didn't do anything structurally but he was like well Well, you don't really need your island here right so i gave him suggestions on that the main thing was their window because it was structural so i had my engineer come over anyway so yeah so so yes 
there is a symbiotic relationship and it's nice when you have a designer who understands how construction and design works because I have worked with some of them in the past that like are moving walls and stuff. And I'm like, you can't do that. So do you understand how that stuff works, Rachel? (laughs) Now that Jeremy's outlined what a responsible designer does. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know. Now I have to say yes. Um, I definitely try my best. But like he was saying, I think it's a good... I mean, architects and designers kind of go hand in hand. And I think the better team that you have, the better that it's going to end up for the client. So do you work with uh, a bunch of different architects uh, to do stuff like that? Are you doing a lot of your own stuff in and you go to architects more often? Or do you yeah, get- so it kind of just depends on the client. I get a lot of clients that come to me first, and then depending on what they want, I'm like, okay, we got to, um, you know, get some architects or engineers in here to, you know, make sure this is all up to code and good. Or sometimes they just want to do, you know, easier stuff, and I can just tackle that on my own. Well, and I'll, I'll get someone who comes to me, and they want to totally gut the kitchen and redo the entire kitchen, and I'm like, are we doing anything structural here? No, and I'll say, I am happy to help you, but for what you're going to pay, honestly, you're better off to go yeah. to a designer because because there's not engineering and arch- there's not mm-hmm. all of that cost involved. You're going to get what you want, and you're, you're only paying for what you need. Yeah, you're and not then, paying for all of the liability coverage from structural. And I would tend to think that like, if you are just gutting your kitchen, but you're not changing anything structurally, you're going to get more of what you want from Rachel yes. than Jeremy because she's going to say... Oh, yeah, you probably don't want to have like a butcher box counter by your sink. Like, it's a good idea, but eh, it's probably a lot of maintenance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, she's going to get that kind of thing where Jeremy's going to be like, I really don't care what you put as your countertop, but this is where your sink is. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I deal with a much, much bigger picture mm-hmm. and I deal with the finer details, but not on the same level. That's where you guys are perfect. So you said yeah. you, you you do it. Are you actually going into houses and doing the the redesign and the remodeling that's occurring, or do you have like contractors that you work with to to put your designs into? Oh yeah, action? I work with contractors, so they do all of like the you know the tiling, the drywall, the whatever. That's also handy, right? Yeah. Like but, if you're a person that doesn't want to DIY it. Like having someone that has the contractor conne- connection is super helpful because especially if it's like a small job, there are some contractors that won't take on a small job. But if Rachel's working with them for a bunch of stuff, my guess is she tends to like because she gives them enough work, they're more willing to be like, yeah, I'll take on this little job and this little job and this little job. For well, you. One thing I tell people all the time is. Don't trust your contractor to pick your colors and your tile. <laughs> because a lot of, oh, my contractor, can pick, your, your contractor can pick it out, absolutely, but I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Contractors are great, but I would pass that on for someone else. <laughs> so on, on your social, you were doing like your own bathroom mm-hmm. and like your own, that fireplace that you did that turned out really nice. Yeah. The thing that's awesome about that from my, from my standpoint is there's too many people who design but they've never done it themselves they don't actually know how it goes together so saying that you've done that stuff in my book like moves you up a notch just yeah well yeah thanks i mean i i really love doing it i'm not gonna go do it for someone else but i love doing it in my own home and it's helped me see like oh this is like a quality contract or a quality tile guy versus like maybe someone who's you know trying to cut corners and so i can recommend those guys to my clients and i feel like it's a little better yeah that's 100 percent. i i I think that that would be great. Like it's been handy sometimes to have Jeremy around for like little things. Cause like I do a lot of stuff on my own, but if I need somebody to come in professionally, <laughs> having, having that connection well, is like nice. When we redid the exterior of the house from siding to stucco, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. And all the windows and everything. Oh yeah. I want, I want someone I trust to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, so when did you officially get started? In 2020. Oh, and I, good yeah. year to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, yeah, I started in 2020, and I actually started with a virtual design, um, which re- worked out pretty really well. was a good year to start. I mean, if you think about it, like what was happening during COVID, That's everyone, everyone was, home. was home and, and redoing staring, their staring home. at their walls, going. That's true. So that's ugly. After the initial yeah. wave, 
uh, we actually got so busy we could hardly we, yeah. we were turning people away because yeah, we got so and, and I think for interior, a lot of people were doing home improvement projects and like DIY stuff and like, do you have people That's that when come I took to you? My and, break. <laughs> do people come to you and and have you design stuff and then do it themselves? Yeah. Um, I mean, as a DIY person myself, I definitely encourage people to learn how to do it if they want to. Um, and I've sent people like tutorials and different things and been like, Hey, this is how I learned. If you want to learn how to tile, this is, this is all the stuff I, I watched. Tiling. Isn't YouTube yeah. awesome? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can learn anything on YouTube. <laughs> oh, YouTube is amazing. Like I tell, I, I joke with my kids, but in the late 1900s when I went to college, there was no YouTube. There were, I, I did not go to college with Google or any of that kind of stuff. It's so amazing now. Like simple things like I was replacing the uh shocks and struts on my truck last weekend. I was able to watch videos and like all well, the tips and tricks. Do you remember I mean back in the day like doing something like that you would go get the car manual like the the not the manual but the book. I can't remember. Chilton. Yeah and, and you would from the library. You'd go like or you'd go to the auto store and get a get a copy of it if they had it for your vehicle and then you I know. would typically go to the library and then you'd photocopy pay five cents a page and photocopy all the pages that pertain to what Boy, you were doing. Boy if you missed a page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucked because it happened. Yeah, and then trying to figure it out, but now you can watch YouTube videos. Oh, it's so much easier. I'm like, oh, you I can rewind and watch it again. What, what size screw thing do I need for this vehicle to pull the tail light out? Well, oh, so that's the thing. So, you, like, yeah, so there's there's these awesome automotive ones that watch. They tell you the size, of the bolts, the torque pattern, everything. You're like, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing to do? Is there a particular part of the house that you like doing more than another? I feel like that's a twofold question. What's your favorite thing to do as the person actually doing the DIY? And then what's your favorite thing to do like to design? design. If it's a room or a particular, like, is it organization? Is like what? Oh, um, yeah. Good questions. I think my favorite thing to design is kitchens because I feel like they, I don't know, you can make them look so pretty and you use it a ton they can be super functional and i feel like you know kitchen's like the biggest part of the house everyone hangs out there right um anyway i just love doing kitchens uh my favorite thing to do though as far as diy i love woodworking and like making really intricate like wood things um so i've done like my vanity and i was able to like router in like some intricate designs on it and i think it's just really fun was that your fire or your stove range hood that you did oh yeah you know so much you've been stalking (laughs) (laughs) well what i i we don't get too excited about guests until it gets a little closer just because Uh people come and go and no that makes sense so when we when we knew that you were coming yeah i started looking at your stuff and as soon as i realized that you're into interiors i was like oh so yeah i was excited Uh to to look at it because that's right up my alley yeah he doesn't get excited for that many guests (laughs) it depends yeah it depends that's not true I think I think Jeremy gets the most excited for the most guests, actually. Maybe. Sure, he likes all those paranormal people, too. <laughs> Some of those have been interesting. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, what's the hardest thing, in your opinion, to design, like the hardest room in a house to design? Um, I'm going to say bathroom, actually. I don't, yeah. The You're hardest part with the head. bathroom, well, the hardest part with the bathroom is it's like four by seven. Yeah. <laughs> and they want a toilet in its own room, a walk-in shower, a t- and it's like, do you, I, are we talking about the same uh, that's space? That's what I was going to say. Are we, cause like, to me, that's the, that's always got to be the issue with bathrooms, right? Is they're, they want everything. They're always designed so small by the stupid architects, uh, and then <laughs> being able to like customize them and make them functional yeah. yet still have spaces. I yeah. mean, it feels impossible to well, me. Well, it's, it's like, it's like somebody and, those of you listening aren't going to know what I'm talking about. But it's like if you, Chris and Bree, said, my upstairs bathroom, I want a master suite. I want a walk-in closet. And you're sitting there like, are we looking at the same space? Because there's oh, no yeah, way. You, yeah. The only way I'm doing that is if I go on top of the garage. Go, yeah. We but, still want to do that one of these days. But people don't get it. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, I want this and this and this and this. And you're like, good for you. Okay. <laughs> you can want in one hand and shit in the so, other. Let's see which one fills up so first. That that is very true with bathrooms. That they can be very challenging because they tend to be small, especially when mm-hmm. you're in a remodel, uh, mm-hmm. and especially if you're in a home built mid '80s or older. Like this one. No, this is a '90s house. This has like no space. That's true. Well, technically, this is a starter home. We've had this yeah. discussion yeah. before, but it, that is, I, I think, any room that is the challenge. Everybody wants everything. 
and they just don't have the space. And to someone who does it all the time, you're looking at the space like that is not possible. But to them, they're like, well, let's do this. And yeah. I sketched it out and here, and it's like, I used a piece of graph paper. Or well, you've had my, was it Minecraft? I had someone like do their whole Ooh, layout cool. in Minecraft. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Have you had anyone do something like that for you? No, I wish. <laughs> when, I well, was a, maybe. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I used to take, for my bedroom, I used to take graph paper and I used to cut out like the shape of my bed and the shape of my dresser, like measure it. Scale, and then I would, fine. well, I tried, you know, as best I could. And then I'd like move it around the graph paper before I moved my furniture around. That was weird. A weird <laughs> So walk me through, walk me through your, your process when it comes to like taking on a new client and coming up with a design form. Walk me through how that works. Let's for do, you. let's do like something like a kitchen since you really like that. Yeah. So people usually reach out to me like through my website or through Instagram, just wherever. Um, and it kind of depends because I still do the virtual design. So they'll either want like an in-person or a virtual. And from there, I meet with them. We do measurements. We talk about like what they're looking for. We look at a lot of like inspiration photos. I usually have them make like a big Pinterest board. Um, and then we gather samples and, you know, I bring them over and we kind of talk through, um, you know, the different materials that we could put into the space. And then I settle, you know, we settle on a final design and I draw up the whole design. So they see it before we do anything. Um, I think that really helps you know, people that maybe aren't as visual, then they can see like the whole thing before, you know, before <laughs> we start and they get excited and it's kind of fun. And then you want to spend the money, you know? Um, and then we start calling contractors and different people like that and make sure we can get it done. So do you take them through permits and everything, or do you just introduce them to the contractor and let them handle that? Yeah. I let them have their own like relationship with the contractor, however they want to do it. That's a smart move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get involved in that. that would... I I have people that want me to do the permit process. I'm like, no. you're like, no, yeah. I'm an architect. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah, <laughs> and believe me, if I charged you what I would charge to do it, you, you wouldn't want. Yeah, 175 dollars an hour, and we're looking at 15 to 20 hours to get a permit. Yeah, yeah. no, just not worth just it. Just use your contractor because that's part of what you're paying them to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and they're doing that process all the time. They're in there for other clients. Right. They usually have people that are specifically like in their offices that I've spend had a, their I've day had a, doing permits. A couple, but only a couple, and they were Park City projects, and the homeowners were in New York, and they paid me to do the whole process and so i'm capable but i just i don't like doing it it's like it isn't even well, it's just them. like you can do an inspection but you only did i think probably one of the last ones you did was for probably sure for me <laughs> yeah so so it, there's a level of it's not about the money it's i don't just dealing with the cities and stuff. i deal with them enough without having to go through the permit process <laughs> I'm, I'm curious how if you were to like do a percentage guess how many of your clients are kind of I don't know, visually impaired. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't, can't see it without seeing it. Like, um, like you propose something and they're like, that's not going to work. And you're like, just give me a minute. And in a, in a couple of weeks, you're a week or whatever. <laughs> you'll see what I mean. I, I mean, like, I would say it's definitely more than half. Sometimes we'll bring over samples and they'll be like, Oh, I don't know if I like that. And then I'll show them it all rendered together. And they'll be like, wait a minute, is this the same thing? And I'm like, yes, see, this is how it was all going to work together. I would say for me, it's probably 80% of the yeah. people cannot envision Chris, it. Chris, I can't. Can't, Chris can't envision things at all. I'm I'll, horrible at it. I'll kind of show you the, the tile. You may yeah, or may I not like it, it, but, yeah. but like when I, when we were in looking at tile and I found it, I'm like, oh, I need this tile. And he's like, it's too dark. The bathroom's too small. And like, it's right next to a window and it's a corner. It's like, not that big of a space. The whole rest of the bathroom is beige. Well, it's kind of this colorish, but like, it's, it'll be fine. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, okay, we're, we'll buy a piece and we'll take it and, we'll, and I'll show you what it looks like in there. And then he still like looked at it and looked at it. He's like, ah. that's really how most people are though. I mean, truly that's yeah. how most people are. Yeah. I don't, that's why I'm not in the business of those things. <laughs> that's why I'm in the business of stuff that you two can't do very that's well. Right. <laughs> that's right. He, it, he does it stuff. Information technology Ooh, yeah. and information systems. You, you guys don't know how the internet no. works. So. No. Yeah, no. I couldn't set up my own Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can Jeremy. Nope. That's why I did. That's why I'm <laughs> They, 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 uh, they pay each other in like eggs and IT and 
architecture and, and print stuff. His, yeah, his, uh, like gaming. He, yeah, he prints. Ooh, he nice. prints me stupid yeah. stuff on his plotter. <laughs> so, uh, what does your family think of it? Are they supportive? Are they excited for you? Oh yeah, they yeah they think it's great. They love it. Um, Are I they think- still up in Brigham? Mm-hmm. Other than your husband, because you got married. Are you still married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're just che- I got to check. It's, you know, it's 2023. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they think it's great. They My parents actually built a house a few years ago, and I helped them. And I think that made my dad come around. He was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool and important. And useful. you know what it's you're like, doing. <laughs> he's like, it's like one of those little people like, you do what? You make content on Interior what? Interior design. Yeah. Is you, that a thing? You make YouTube videos? What's that? Like, what? when is that on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've had people. It's been a while, but we've had people, what's a podcast? Like, what channel can I watch it on? My yeah. mom always yeah. wants to say, she's going to she's gonna listen to it, but she always asks me when it's on. And I'm like, oh, whenever Whatever. you play it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, so what's your range? Like, like how far will you go? North, south, east, west, for our listeners, anybody who might be interested. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I will go as far north just because I'm very familiar with that area. Um, and I have done a couple people down in St. George. Okay. Um, so kind yeah. of St. George. So the whole state. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Well, yeah, pretty much. St. George to Brigham is the whole state. Yeah. Well, even if you're <laughs> Brigham, much. Logan's just up what, the canyon. What about, yeah. like, Delta? Will you drive yeah. Will you drive west <laughs> into the middle of nowhere? If you have a like, really good idea, I will. <laughs> If the price is right. If you have something yeah. really, really cool and she's excited what if you're to in like, What about like Kanab? Like Ooh. where you have to like drive like 25 miles into another state and then come back up around. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> what, oh, if it's, what if it's for Mike Noel, the douchebag no. from Kanab? The, don't, don't, the, do, don't do designs for Mike Noel. I have to ask this question because it was on some video that Brie, Brie and I were watching two or three weeks ago and when we had you on the when i saw that you were on the show i know you're a designer not a decorator but there was a thing where some lady had a beige aesthetic for her home and she wouldn't oh, allow she painted, i don't know did you see that she painted like a little tykes plastic christmas tree i did think i saw this on beige. tiktok yeah well first of all chris is like i don't i don't understand and i'm like yeah like like yeah, have people you had... have that but i have you had someone come to you and like, hey, I need your help designing this, but I I have a beige aesthetic. Or just or any, a- like, it has to all be this, and you're just like... I mean, I definitely try to attract clients that are not like that. Like, I put a lot of stuff online that I'm like, oh, this is kind of what I want to design. But people do come, and I'm like, I don't know. And then I show them, and I'll show them, like, their beige aesthetic, and then next to, like, something that has a little bit of color. And 90% of the time, they'll be like, wait a minute, that's actually kind of cool. Ten shades of beige. (laughs) Yeah, and you put a color in there, and I'm like, I know, cool. (laughs) That's when you marry a guy in khakis. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it can be really cool in a picture, but, like... To live in that every single so day, weird. like I just so I, I to do, be that limited. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about so like I I looked at your site quite a bit, and I love websites that have really good blogs, especially ones where you know a design an interior design site or uh, uh, an architectural site. Uh, that <laughs> so, have, so not our website because not, your wife sucks sh- at blogging. Well, <laughs> I mean our website's a little different. Like we do a we do a weekly um, blog via talking. So, um, <laughs> but like you know when when your product your end product is design, like it's interesting to see how you get your name out there and how you get people to start thinking about something and something I've literally never thought of in my entire life with all the remodeling that we've done over the years. It, you called it your fifth wall, but it's the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've never thought about ceiling treatments other than these ugly ass textured <laughs> or popcorn ceilings. Cause popcorn ceilings were huge back in the day in the seventies. I mean, for and, one thing, our ceilings are pretty low. I feel like there's not a ton, but that's why like why in the girls rooms, their ceilings are painted. But I've never really thought about like more than just painting the ceiling and doing treatments. Like I've, I've seen obviously like, like when there's, you know, beams across support beams across the ceiling. What about like when you see like a copper ceiling? I don't see that in people's homes, but like you have like lattice work on ceilings that you've done pictures of. I don't know if you've done any of these or like wallpaper. Uh, and I've never thought about doing that to a ceiling, like a different texture or different sort of aesthetic on a ceiling. Cereal? Yeah. 
I've, really, that's just been this. <laughs> like, to me, the most decorative thing you could do on your ceiling is not have a boob light. <laughs> I mean, I've removed them all. Yes, but, they're yeah. all gone out of the house now. <laughs> the most I, the most I do with our lights is change them from, try and change them from ugly stuff because we don't have very high ceilings. But yeah, I think, I think ceiling stuff is really, really cool. Yeah, I love doing stuff with ceilings. Or even like the wood paneling. Like I saw some pictures on the side of like the wood paneling on the ceiling. Ship like, up. Yeah. It's popular uh-huh. right now to do ship up on the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Or on your wall, but be careful not to like puncture water lines, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> My friend did a whole wall of ship lap. It, it was beautiful. It was absolutely, it, it wasn't really ship lap. It was, it was. It was close. Wood cladding. Uh, but it, he, yeah, he didn't realize that it was. The bathroom was on the other side. They punctured. Oh, no. it, was, it was the, actually the wash room it was lines, the, I think. It was for the washing machine. It was the water line water coming out. But the thing is, is the bathroom, all the bathroom piping is actually on the exterior part of the house. It's in the garage there. But there were, there were pipes coming through the wall that he used. And he, and he didn't notice it. They didn't notice it, it for like, months. It was like two weeks, I think. No, 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 no. And it was it just was leaking the whole time. So it was leaking a little bit and a little bit. And then Into he the remember they had to basement. take it off because they put the TV on. And when they put everything back on, whatever he did, like, made it worse. And then they thought that the washer was leaking. So they pulled the washer out and were trying to fix that. And, and then they and went down in, in the their wall, basement though. and discovered so that it was, yeah. <laughs> it was just coming out in the basement. It was not good. Ooh, that's yeah. rough. So, um, yeah, don't make sure you know what's behind what you're yeah. mailing stuff into people. So... <laughs> So why are you located? Do you have an actual office or do you do mostly virtual? I do mostly virtual. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting an office, but a it's lot of times it's, it. yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, it's really not worth it because most of what you do is at a client's house. Yeah. Or, Measuring, showing. Or you're meeting them at showrooms. Mm-hmm. So to have an actual office is, it's iffy, honestly. I guess it all depends on the kind of person you are too, right? So you have an actual office in your yeah, home. Yeah, but he doesn't really meet with people there, do no, you? No, not at you know, No, he goes to, he's yeah, got a couple of other office spaces that I use. But but the traditional office is kind of a thing of the past for, yeah. for a lot of professions, especially when it's remodel work. If it's, if it's brand new construction, a little different. But if it's remodel work, you're going to end up at the client's house mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Oh, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. what, what does your husband think about all this? Oh, he thinks it's great. Yeah, he's super supportive. Nice, yeah. nice. Does he help? Awesome. Does he participate at all? Or is he like um, me and completely functionally incapable? I mean, like, definitely not with the design stuff, but... Um, does he look over your shoulder and go, they wanted that? Sometimes. Sometimes I'll be like, what do you like better? <laughs> like, I'll have, like, a couple options, and he'll be like, oh, this. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. They chose the other one. And he'll be like, see, this is why I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Does he ever be like, they were wrong? For sure. Sometimes. Because <laughs> that's me. I'm like, I, they're idiots. I don't know why they're doing this. So I couldn't, I don't think I could do that. That's a, that's a, that's a skill I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I have to really convince him. And if it's anything big, I, I have to show him. Well, I, I can't just describe it. Like sometimes, or sometimes he'll just come home and I've just started it and he's just like, Okay, well, <laughs> here we are. Like, sometimes I, I have bad timing with my stuff. Like, the floor up in the uh, front room, I decided that I needed to retile, like, right before Thanksgiving. And <laughs> by I, like, right, by kinda, right before Thanksgiving, she means Wednesday. Like, I, well, I mean, I started before that, but, like, I finished grouting it Wednesday, and then, w- like, just enough time to be able to, like, move everything out of the dining room she into there. started on Tuesday. <laughs> no, because we That's pulled out the of time. I carpet. But anyway, it was fine. It was totally fine. Yeah, we yeah. pulled out the carpet the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So yeah, so I started then. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> it was fine. It's a small room. Yeah. I mean, we got there. It was three a.m. Well, you Thanksgiving didn't stay morning. Up. No. <laughs> and then I made the pie. It's perfect. <laughs> no because, problems. Yeah. And then and then the next morning when he woke up, he helped me move and the furniture back in because everything was dry y'all, enough. Y'all wonder why I don't like DIY projects in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this I is try my fear every not time. to do that, but... But I can't, like, the other day, like, when the kids were here and Sean, my daughter, says, why are you wearing two different reds? Like, I had a red t-shirt and, like, red shorts on. I'm like, because I'm not leaving the house today. I don't care what I look like. But also, I probably would have worn that normally. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't wear basketball shorts he, outside of the house. He actually and, wears those two things together 
all the time. <laughs> but like, yeah, I have like I'm but like he'll he'll put this shirt on with this. He put this shirt on with his shorts the other day, and he's like, "Oh, this doesn't go." And I'm like, "It does." Yeah. He's like, "No, it doesn't." And I'm like, "No, it it goes together." It actually he's does. Like, yeah. No, I'm like, "Yeah, it does." But to me, it's like wearing stripes on top of plaid or something. It's just weird. It doesn't look good to me. <laughs> Um, very very few people know that that certain greens are neutrals, and he was wearing a neutral green, and so it it went. What is your favorite project that you've ever done? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think I did a kitchen. Um, actually, like pretty. I did it in 2020, so it was like pretty Real close early. to the beginning of when I had started things. Um, and it was like my first like really big project. Um, and it turned out so beautiful. I just love the way that turned out. And so did the clients. Um, and it just gave me a lot of confidence, I think, too, was like a big part of it. Um, and they still like send me their Christmas card. They're so oh, sweet. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anyway, and it was just really cool. Having those wins up front is, is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Do that's you, great. Do all of your clients let you take pictures and like post them on your stuff? Some, I always ask them if I can do like befores because a lot of times they'll send me pictures of like, you know, personal family photos like on their living room walls or whatever, you know, and they don't want that on a giant social media network, which is totally fair. I don't know why. Stick that stuff out. Well, I'll have clients send me pictures and it's the weirdest. I'm, it's, it's like the corner, but in a weird, and it's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you get that angle? <laughs> Did you like sit on the floor and then like <laughs> turn your head sideways? Yeah. And it's a fisheye lens. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I hate those pictures so bad. The fisheye lens pictures are like, okay, so that's just a small room is what you're trying to convey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have other questions. I don't know. What do you, what? do you still have other questions? Do you have anything else that you wanted to like yeah, do you have talk any about? Yeah. Do you have any events? Do you have anything? How can people reach you? All of those sorts of things. Oh, yeah. So I'm on Instagram. It's just at Monday Morning Interiors. My website is... We should ask that. Oh. How did you come up with Monday Morning Interiors? Oh, um, that's a good question. So I wanted the initials to be like MM because that was those were my grandma's initials and she was like really special to me. Um, So, yeah, I decided on Monday morning kind of is like, you know, up and awake and Adam and I just feel like it's kind of a cute name. Uh. Ah, okay, cool. sorry, I didn't write in the middle. Okay, <laughs> website, sorry. That's actually a good story for a name. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah my website is just mondaymorninginteriors.com, and it, yeah, you can just contact me from there or the Instagram, wherever. How much do you typically charge? I mean, obviously, it depends quite a bit on, like, w- w- the level of stuff you're doing and how much, but what's a, what's a, what, like, an average, you know, rate? Yeah, um, well, I'll tell you about my virtual designs, because I do try to keep those at, you know, a more affordable price point for people that don't want to go like full in. Um, sometimes interior design can be more of like a luxury service. And I really think it's important to make sure that everyone has a home that they like really enjoy living in. Um, so the virtual stuff ranges from 150 to 600. Um, and then as far as like the in-person, that definitely depends on a lot of different factors. Travel. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to say, but like, if anyone wants to reach out for a quote, I will definitely give you a quote. I feel like that's a very reasonable price for design work of, of any level. Yeah. I, also, I'm surprised you didn't mention to her that you were proud of her for her website because it can be spelled. and. Oh, it is a great website. Yeah. I built it myself, actually. It's, Thank it's, you. <laughs> you did a good job. It's better than Jeremy's. I'm ashamed. <laughs> um, the person who built mine. Don't look. No, I recovered That's, yours yeah, from a massive Mine have gotten hacked, <laughs> like bad, like crippling. Yeah. And so. I recovered what I could from it and said at the time, I will have to come back to this and actually build you a website. He that just hasn't suck. ever done it. <laughs> but this is coming from a guy who didn't have an Instagram until his daughter did it like a year and a half ago. <laughs> an architect without an Instagram. Hmm. I'm like, what, th- like your whole life, like what you do is making beautiful homes for people and you don't have pictures of it's them the anyway. social medias. I struggle with yeah. the social medias. <laughs> so I commend you. You have a beautiful website. It's, you it's a, a, something you can spell and find and nobody's like, what? I don't know how to spell, you know. Those Canadian. are things people, people don't think about those things and it makes such a huge impact on like just drumming up business and making sure your name and your brand is recognizable yeah. and 
Um, so I, yeah, I commend you for that stuff. So yeah, well, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, should we do our yeah? We'll do our affirmation. Um, okay, we're gonna do this one. Uh, own your awesome and stay humble as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> list five things that you love about yourself. Now list five ways that you're like every other human who's ever lived. Go forth, you fabulous little snowflake, and be like everyone else with your unique, your unique bad self. That's a good one. That's, pre- like that. that's pretty that's good. good. Yeah. Pretty spot, for, spot on. For, for our interior designer. Yeah. yeah. I just, they're random. I promise people I have not, I do not have the patience to read through. Uh, what do we got? <laughs> like, this will make it through the year. I don't know if it'll go much past that. D- don't be beige. Call Rachel. <laughs> Please don't be beige. That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't even like, like, I actually hate that these walls are all the same color in well, here. Well, I actually but... hate this beige, but it's not. Yeah. It, we haven't it, really decided. Like, we this studio is... God, it's not even that new. We've been in here for a long time now, no, right? it was... Well, first of all, it started out as a boys' room that was storage, and it was dark green on the bottom and dark blue on the top with, like, this border in the middle. And I was just like... Oh, that it, was awful. We just need to get this out. And so we just sprayed it all one color because I'm like, I, I, if we're going to actually be in there for any amount of time, it, it can't be this. <laughs> um and then, and it's become a permanent home, but like, I feel like we should do some. Yeah. Well, we're doing stuff other places. That's true. I still need to paint the ceilings yeah, we <laughs> and the doors we still have and the cool trim spaceship. Could we get, I wonder if we could get like, and the, I our, need to still tile our bedroom. So. Our, our uh, banner thing. I wonder if we could get like this curtain to be. The oh, you, I'm sure backdrop. you could. I'm sure you could. Instead of the spaceship. I that like would be the cool. spaceship. I, I do too, but. Um, There's just a photo backdrop so people yeah. can't see your kitchen supplies. Shh, my kitchen's too small <laughs> and for me. luggage. Yeah. And so, other things, but mostly kitchen supplies. And the cat. There's a cat under there too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, yeah, Rachel. Thanks for having uh, me. It's been a fantastic it. conversation. Um, if you guys uh, want to reach out to us, we're at uh, at TNU Podcast on most of the social medias. TheNewUtah.com is the website or hotdog-water.com. Um, if, I don't even know if you anyone can uses email that. Us. I should check. You can email us. Uh, you should also join our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash TNUP. And the email is theNewUtah.gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in being on the show, um, or just have questions, that's a great way to reach out to us. Bree checks it. I don't, I don't check our social, but I check the email and I, and I pay attention to the discord. So I pay attention to the socials, uh, messages though, like Facebook messenger messages. Um, basically all we get on Facebook is, uh, bots telling us we're infringing on copyright. And then, (laughs) um, after like, after a day they get taken down by Facebook anyway. So it's, yeah, uh, I, Julia and Jeremy do the socials mostly. But if you want to reach, if you want to reach us about being on the show, um, you can, you can reach out through that. They'll let me know, but ultimately it'll be me. So you could just reach out to the Gmail. Um, or like I said, if you become a Patreon, I pay attention to the Discord. So. Yeah. More than the rest of us, I think. So even during the show, <laughs> you can talk to us live. Well, I mostly pay attention to my phone because my kids message me. Like, that's true. So. My phone's up there playing music the whole time we speak. So. Jeremy uh, can't see his phone. It's not <laughs> one of yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks again, and uh, hopefully you all have a wonderful 2024.